Blog Talk Radio. Another edition of Rockin' the Carolinas pregame show. As always, I'm your host, Lee Clark, and join me today, right here, join us, making a trip up from South Carolina. Join us here in Greensboro today, Zach Martin. How are you doing today, Zach? Man, it's good. It's glad to be here. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, it's going to be a good show today. I'm excited to see, uh, get, uh, see us get a win today against Calgary. I hope so, man. You know, we're coming in in this game uh, off a very disappointing, heartbreaking loss. It's like they just... Washington stuck us right in the back with a knife and then just slowly twisted it <laughs> the whole game and then broke through finally at the end against us. And after a very horrible pass by Noah Hannafin that uh, should send him straight down to AHL after doing something like that, but of course we won't. <laughs> but, you know, everybody makes mistakes. But it was a heartbreaking loss. And now we're going into a game tonight, today, here in about an hour, uh, against a really hot flaming Calgary team. No pardon pun. the pun. Yeah, no pun intended. Yeah, no pun intended. Yeah, no pun intended. No, fire! 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 I like fire. But, uh, yeah, six games in a row this Calgary team has gone off. And, you know, we, I did a show a couple weeks ago, and we talked about Yager, and it seems like getting Yager off the team has sparked this Flames team for some reason. And, yeah, it's just, you know, we are underdogs coming into this game tonight. Uh, of course, with Calgary going on six straight, trying to make it seven. We got a break after this. We don't play again until Saturday. It's the little stupid agreement with the Players Association NHL that we got to take a week-long break now. I'm like, right, well, if you're going to do that, you might as well go to the Olympics. But that's a, we'll talk about that later in our post-game show. But uh, it's going to be an interesting game tonight. It looks like Darling's in net for the Hurricanes tonight. So if let's see if he can play as good as he did Thursday. Uh, it'd be interesting to see. But you know, we've seen him go through stretches where he plays a really good game, and next game he's just got awful. So hopefully tonight. He breaks that mold. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be interesting to see how he does. Because, I mean, if you're looking at how Darling's been, I mean, he's had stretches where he has gotten us a couple games doing really well, but then other than that, he kind of just falls off and just blows up and stuff like that. So it's going to be interesting to see how he does. I mean, I kind of understand why they want Scott, they want Scott going tonight. Because he's been off since – because he played Thursday, so he has a few days off. And Cam just played a couple nights ago. So, I mean, I mean like you said, with that break – it only makes sense to give Darling that chance to get a break, which I mean I understand. I mean, and the guys do need a week off. I I believe that I that makes sense to me because you think about it because you're playing for you play three or four, three or four games in the span of five days. You need a break, and especially right now, especially with it being January, we're getting closer to the trade deadline and all that stuff. Plus the All Star game. I mean, it makes sense, but yeah, it's going to be interesting how we're going to stop this team that's the Flames team and somehow has caught fire all of a sudden. But I mean. It's going to be interesting to give them a hope we can uh, snap this uh, six-game winning streak there on. Hopefully get us a, get us a win uh, at home with uh, Tom as our new owner. Exactly. We're looking for that first win of uh, Tom Duden's official reign as Hurricanes owner, even though it was announced in early January that – I mean, early December that he was going to be the owner. 
And then it just took a couple weeks of paperwork filling out and getting everything settled for him to come over. So we're still looking for our first win. We don't have a great record against Calgary, 22-42-8 record, including a 14-6-5 record at home in the all-time series against the Flames. It's the second game of a two-game series against the Flames. You know, we did pick up the win in Alberta in October by a score of 2-1. to one. So this is it. You know, we did split the the season series last year with a – with us both actually both teams winning in enemy territory. Hmm. So, you know, it's gonna be interesting to see. Can Darlene play another good solid game? Can Jordan Stahl keep his five game point streak going? You know, it could be a six game point game streak if he goes. You get three goals, three assists in the game. Um some breaking news here today as well. Trip Tracy has caught the dreaded flu. So unfortunately for all you Trip Tracy fans out there, I know I'm one of them, even though he says the most cringeworthy things sometimes. Shane Willis will be joining John Forslund in the booth today. Huh. That's going to be interesting. I don't think I've ever – I'm not a big fan of Shane Willett. Hey, uh, what sacrilegious. Oh, yeah. There the, the what are you talking about? The dude's commentary is got all. Oh. Him and Mike just – it looks like Shane's lost half the time on the pregame shows. You know, I don't think he's very comfortable speaking on TV sometimes. It's like well, – it, I think he does imply – you know, he being a former player for the Hurricanes, he knows hockey knowledge, and he's got hockey wisdom. Some people don't translate well into broadcast, and to me, Shane Willis has never translated well into broadcasting. Well, if, you, well, if you're saying he's lost in the booth, what do you say about his hockey career? He's <laughs> lost in the hockey career too. I mean, nah, all, all, <laughs> all, all jokes aside, I mean, I mean, it'll be interesting to see how he does. Hey, I mean, shoot, we got that we got that guy from Charlotte did that one game for us. I mean, he did. Jason Shale. Yeah. yeah, he did. He did pretty well. So I mean, I'm interested to see how Willis does. I mean, because you can put Michael Malskoff up there because what's he what's he supposed to do? During in-between periods. Just shout Big Rig from up there or something. You know? <laughs> shout Big Rig? Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it's, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see how it works. I'm kind of interested. But, yeah, I mean, Jordan, Jordan's been playing out of his mind because in the last two games, you really think about it, and that home-and-home uh, home series with the Capitals, scored the first goal, the, uh, he scored the first goal of the game for us and was on penalty kill. It, or I don't think it was the first goal of the game, but it, the goal he scored was on penalty kill. Then he scores the first goal for us on Friday in a power play. So, I mean, he, at least at least our special teams are finally showing up for once, and we've been we've been playing a lot better. So I mean, it's I, like you said with Jordan being on a five on a five point uh, five game point streak right now, and for the fact our record is just awful against Calgary. Maybe we're maybe we're just due for a good streak. Maybe I'm I'm hoping let's. Let's see if it actually works out, but yeah, tri- but it's gonna be weird not having Trip in the booth. But at the same time, it's like it might be. It, it's gonna be interesting to see how we're gonna do without him in the booth. We have to talk about you know, you know, someone's shoe collection, or how 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 Tyler Johnson looks, like how how built Tyler Johnson is. I'm just like from the legs down, man. From the legs down, it's just a stacked individual. Yeah, I'm just like. <laughs> There, there has to be a bet or a pool somewhere that has to ask you: Is Trip Tracy swinging both ways? Because I love the guy. I think he's, I think he's great. He's been, he's been an institution guy with the Hurricanes for a long time. But you have to think: Who goes through his head sometimes to do his hair game has been so off this whole season? It's been. I mean, I thought Trip had some great hair, but now it's like, dude. Cut it or do something. It is not working. Maybe right. maybe he's waiting for St. Baldrick's. You know, St. Baldrick's will be coming up here soon. Um, in oh, fact, gosh. I'm going to be doing St. Baldrick's again this year, like I normally do every year. I think this will be my fifth year doing it. Okay. So I've actually grown out my hair, and you'll see. And uh, we're actually going to go live for our post game show on Facebook as well here on Blog Talk. 
So that's cool. You actually get to see us in person for the first time if you haven't seen our personal pages or anything. So you'll see my mess up hair that I've got going on, growing it out for that. Um, let's get into the lines. Before we get to our three keys to the game and then our players to watch, let's get into the lines. We do have some news for the Hurricanes. We don't have any set lines for Hurricanes as they didn't do a morning skate this morning, but there is good news. Both Elias Lindholm and Nordstrom will be back in the lineup today. They were battling the flu bug Friday. Ryan will not be in the lineup. As we know, Pesci's not in the lineup as well since he's on the IR and is missing today's game as well. But he can come off the IR in time for Saturday's game. So we don't really have much in the form of lines for the Hurricanes except defensive pairings, which is actually interesting. Uh, Slaven with Falk, Hannafin with Van Reenstijk, and Dahlbeck with Flurry. I personally would like to see out of that defensive pairing, and it looks like Darling will get the nod in net today as well. But uh, in that, in those pairings, the only thing I would mix up, I actually would uh, mix up the Slavin and Falk line and the Dahlback and Flurry. I would actually put Flurry with Saban and have Dahlback stay with Falk because it seems like every time Dahlback's with Falk, Falk plays a really good game. He's back. He, he has that ability to jump in and on the rush pinch in a little bit more, knowing that Dahlbeck, a stay-at-home defenseman, is going to be there to back him up. So that would be the only changes I would see on defensive pairings for the Hurricanes. What do you think about defensive pairings today? You know, with Pesci out, do you like that first-line pairing of Slavin and Falk? Um, I think it's interesting just to see how that lines will work out. I mean, granted, I don't know. It's, it's something I'm kind of curious about to see how it's going to work because with you know, Falk's been off and on all year, and he's, it's been known, it's been well known, everyone's really saying that he's better with Dahlbeck. So to put him with Slavin, who, in my personal opinion, should be our all-star, but that's for another time for another show, which probably later tonight, because we don't have time to do it. But um, I, I think it's all right. I think it's it's been interesting to see how it works out, and especially with Pesci being out. It's really going to make things more interesting now because we're not going to have that dynamic one-two punch of Slavin and uh, Pesci to back. So, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, I'm just more interested. I'm really interested in how it's going to work out more than anything else. So, hopefully, it, hopefully Pierre knows what he's doing, which in these days, who really knows how that is. Right. It seems to be hit or miss with Peters lately, and, and Carolina Hurricane fans out here wondering, oh, I think he has it this game. And then the next game, he does something like we're all just scratching our heads going, what in the world? Yeah, Why would you exactly. choose that? Yeah, exactly. And it's going to be key. You know, without Pesci tonight, you look at the Flames lineup, and their confirmed lines are Gadrew, Monaghan, Furland, Kachuk, Backlund, Bauer, Bennett, Janikowski, Hathaway, Lazar, Stajan, and I'm not even going to man, make a make meringue, a, meringue pie. <laughs> Giordano Hamilton on defense, Bernie Hamnick, and oh Kulak and Stone on defense. Well, Matt. Mike Smith in the net for the Flames Meringue Pie. <laughs> that's, that's what it is. That's about Meringue Pie. That's what it looks like here. Mega 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 pain, mega pine, mega hoo ha. I don't know. Manga. Uh, um, from, from they, from they, well, I want to say with the Calgary for the fact that they have Sam Bennett, who's a natural center as a left winger, really makes it interesting. Because honestly, if I if, if we had to do a trade with the Flames, I would I would give up picks or give up someone to get Sam Bennett. Because Sam Bennett is the most underrated guy on that team. Because if you see some of his goals from last year, that kid can jump. I mean, he's got some good skating abilities, and he's got silky hands. He's one of those guys on the on the Calgary. Because everyone talks about Goudreau. Everyone talks about Monaghan, Ferland, Backlund, and Mackachuk. 
Oh, yeah, of course, and everyone talks about the defense and the goalies, but the, the guy who gets overlooked has, is Sam Bennett. He's a nat, he's a good center. He's a good potential second-line center if you give him the right pieces around him. So maybe tonight have to, maybe we'll have to do a little bit of uh, who who's the dream player or who's one of those underrated players that we should go after in the uh, before the trade deadline. But for me, I, Sam Bennett is someone who's really underrated that, no, that everyone overlooks on this Calgary team. Exactly, and that's something we're going to actually talk about in our post game. We're going to have a segment where we become the GM, you know, and we're going to fix our team. What we're going to do? We got fifteen million dollars in cap space for the rest of the year, going into the next season. What trades or what would we do to increase the team and give them a chance to really make a run for the playoffs? So that's one thing we're going to do in the post game show. Is we become the GM for a little bit? Do we make a trade? Do we just you know sign a possible free agent? Do we try to go after Yager? What are we going to do? And you have to check in to our post game show for that. But I think, you know, if you talk about Flames, a really underrated guy, and a guy that I feel really got snubbed on the All Stars, Erland. Erland's been amazing for the Flames this year. And I think really that's what kind of kicked Yager out because he was a big question mark coming into the season in Berland. And Yager, you know, he did battle a lot of injuries, unfortunately, but he did play well when he was in his time with the Flames. And I really hope they just go ahead and either release him outright. It doesn't look like there's another team. Um, he has, they have given his agent a chance to speak to other teams, and it doesn't seem like anybody's interested. So I'm ready for them to just go ahead and let Yager go so he can go over and play in the Olympics, give him one last Olympic run before his career is over. Of course, I love Yager. I would love to see him on the game night. I would love to see him in a Hurricanes uniform. I, I would love to see him in every team's uniform. So that way we can have a full, pretty much one whole section of traveling Yagers at well, every game. <laughs> The only problem, I mean, Yager, I mean, Yager is a legend, and no one, no one can say that. And it's, and it's crazy what he can do on and off the ice, but we'll see the on ice, off ice stuff off show because. But the only problem with Yager is the fact that his contract is stupid. It is a most ridiculous amount of money for a guy to have, and it's only like two million dollars. Yeah, but what team is gonna what team is gonna take a flyer on a guy who's in his forties who's off and on for two million dollars? You can't you can't really say that. Well, if they release him straight out, then he doesn't have that yeah, team. Yeah, yeah, sign him to the minimum. If he's gonna take the minimum, though, that's the no. He's got a million dollar contract. One okay. million. Okay, a one million dollar contract for a guy who's that's nothing for a guy who's forty five though who's been hurt half the season. I I don't see a lot of teams going to do that. And okay. Say we do bring Yager, and who are you gonna who are you gonna jump who are you gonna jump oh uh, blah, 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 drop from the team? Derek Ryan. <laughs> you are an Derek Ryan. You better, you're very you're glad Collins right here is gonna whoop your butt for that. Yeah, man, I know, right? You, you, man, <laughs> man, lay off the dude, man. Derek Ryan is not that bad. No, he's just a fourth line player. He's a third line player. No, he's a fourth line on every other team in the oh, NHL. Get out of here! But right. name one team besides Arizona that he'd be a third. Hell, in Arizona they probably put him on the first line. Buffalo. <laughs> Buffalo. They got their own one. problems with Buffalo. They're trying to get rid of Vander Kane and Sam Reinhardt. <laughs> well, lots of dumpster fire for for a later show, but okay. The thing is, you are you dumping Derek Ryan? He can move into the center. You can't Lindholm. Yeah, why not? Lindholm was uh, drafted out of the center. Yeah, but you see how he's doing now on the wing with us, though. I mean, I see him more as a winger than anything else. I think he plays better. The games that we've seen him play center this year, which has only been like two games, 
He's played really well. As said. Okay, well, okay. We we'll go back to my point. So we're gonna we're gonna put him as a third line center with put him with McGinn and uh, Justin Williams on the line. Okay, then we put Yager on the second with Skinner and Rask. Well, that would you want know, to actually want to be too bad. I see, I see where you're going with this. It kind of works out, but do you really see the Hurricanes though going slower? With the auger for a one million dollar contract, where they can go out and get more play, younger, faster players. Oh yeah, I mean yeah, Yager is slower, and this team really is built on speed. But Yager is one of the best puck control guys in the NHL. No one, I mean, best puck possession I've seen in years in the NHL. And, I, you know, uh, as struggling as good as our power play's been lately, yeah, and as as good as it's going, one thing that we do struggle when we struggle on the power play is puck possession. Okay. I, I, see, I see your Yager in puck position, and I raise your Patrick Kane because that dude has got some silky-ass hands, and he can actually hold the puck longer than anyone else. But I digress from that. That should, that should be for another show, too. Maybe later tonight we'll actually debate on actually who's good at what, whatever skill set or positions. But, I mean, Yager would be a great asset, but at the same time, like I said, a million dollars, like, shoot, man. We can't even get guys on our team now for good contracts. They're actually – not legends, as in Yager Yager. So, I mean, unless Dunn starts throwing the money around, they actually start paying players to get here. So, I mean, we're going to have to. I mean, if, if, to really make this team better and stop having our third and fourth line be perennial fourth liners, because that's pretty much what they are, except for Justin Williams and Skinner at times when they're stuck on the third line. But or, or money's got to be shelled out somewhere. And I, I think Dudon – I, I, I'm not trusting him at all right now because he has done nothing to show me that, yeah, he's just been the owner for a day, two days. But I want him to show me that he's willing to make the team better, not the arena better, not the fan experience. I don't care about that. People show up in Carolina if we win. There, There's a reason why we were named the loudest house in the NHL when we won the Cup. Well, you got to remember the two. Prices for food and beer. And also parking tickets ain't helping either because who's going to spend $20 on a, on, a, on a ticket to park? Exactly. I mean, I don't mind, like, changes to little minor things like that. I mean, Which, which he did, though, because he, he did lower the beer finally. So, yeah, yay. We, we all, special, we all, for all the people going to the game and listening to us, there is a special tonight at the arena. $5 for Budweiser 16-ounce aluminum cans. That's what, a heck of a deal. So, so you're saying people can get drunk faster now since it's a little bit cheaper? <laughs> I think that's his plan for everybody to get drunk. And just forget that we even play hockey because if we lose, then no one's going to care if we lost if they're all drunk. <laughs> actually, it might, actually might end bad, though. Yeah, in especially in Buffalo, when Buffalo's down here, because we already fight half of them in the parking lot anyways. At least every game I've been to that we played Buffalo, there's at least been one fight in the parking lot. Well, that's what happens when you get built Mafia going to show them as Savers fans and try to slam each other through tables. Yeah, it's our thing. And, and then the wooing, too. Every team is taking our woo. Yeah. Well, he's Rick really, Flair. Rick Flair is y'all don't own Rick Flair. We own Rick Flair. But the thing is, no, Rick Flair is not even he's not even a Hurricane fan, which is the bad part. We yeah. have his, we have his woo, and he's like, he's like, are you a Hurricane fan? He's like, it's uh, Hurricanes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're, and, and it makes you wonder. You're like, why is your woo our thing then? Like, I and I, it's North Carolina, and you know, really uh, North Carolina. You know, if oh, you yeah. look at sporting events. In the past 20, 30 years, wrestling is probably the most well-known here in North Carolina. Not taken away from the Panthers and all the minor league baseball teams and the Hurricanes, but wrestling was super big. Wrestling really grew here in North Carolina. Well, South well, Carolina. Well, so well, 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 well,
do you think about outside of NASCAR? What's really been that, that most popular here in, in the Carolinas? But like I said, besides wrestling, I mean, the Panthers have only been around since what the mid nineties. Hurricanes ninety five, I believe the Panthers. Yeah, so, okay, so the Panthers are ninety five. Hurricanes are ninety seven. Checkers were not that far after. I mean, it's not like there's been a whole plethora of sporting it was sports pro teams here in in the Carolinas. Because even the Hornets came around like around the nineties as well. Yeah, they started getting I mean, better with Muxie Bogues. Yeah, exactly. And of course, now you have all the because now you have all the soccer teams. You know, you got the Charlotte Independents down in Charlotte, and you got you know. North Carolina FC out here in Raleigh trying to build an arena and trying to become an MLS team. That's well, like I said, that's. <laughs> so I'm just saying that. But if you try to look at sports outside NASCAR, what, yeah, like you said, what's been really more popular? Wrestling's been around for the '60s. Oh, it's been around forever. That's well, what I mean, players been wrestling. Players been wrestling probably since dinosaurs were around. <laughs> really, yeah. and he's still pulling off you know five star matches. That's what, that's, what, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, you can say that. I mean, fan experience, yeah, you definitely – I understand what he's going to say, that like he, he wants the place rocking and stuff like that. I mean, and, I'm, and I'm glad it should be because I was there Friday. That place was off the roof that night, so it was, it was crazy. But I digress. But I, I, get what, I get what you're saying, though, about I – mean, I'm excited to see what he does. I'm not going to write it off yet. I'm not going to like, be like, oh, this is a perfect move. I'm glad – I'm glad it finally happened. We finally got Carmanis out of there. I think he did he did okay for what he did, but it seemed like we were running we were running the same system for twenty years and we needed a new change. Yeah, he was putting band aids on a dam break, you know. Yeah. Hoping that it held. And it held for a while. I mean he did you know, yeah, he brought us our first Stanley Cup. You can't deny what he did. He was a he was a great owner. Yeah, we can look back at the last ten years and go, Yeah, shaking our head on some of the deals he made and keeping <laughs> Rutherford is as GM as long as he did and stuff like that. But, you know, hey, he was a proponent of getting the Hurricanes here when he bought the Whalers and then our first Stanley Cup run in 2002 and then went in the Cup in 06. And then, and then it's different the Eastern Conference Finals in 09. Well, that was Cam Ward. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only reason we made it in 09 was Cam Ward. <laughs> but if you really think about it, though, it took us five years to get our first Stanley Cup when it took us only, like, another, what, four seasons after that to – so it took us our first, like, eight seasons to get our first Stanley Cup. Like, there's not a whole lot of teams you can go out and say, oh, you know, we, won, we won the first Cup in the first ten years. And we were the first team to do it in the new in the new no two-line pass era. Yep, and um, the only team in North Carolina to win a major championship. The there, only team. You know, we, yeah, we got colleges. We got minor league baseball teams that won championships, but the first professional team, Hurricanes. But actually, we only got about eight minutes left in the show. Of course, we'll be back here on Blog Talk at 6 o'clock, and on Facebook Live. So if you're on our Facebook page, you can see us live as well. We're going to Facebook Live for our two-hour show today at 6. And we're also going to have R.J. Mayer from the Florida, the Florida Kenyak is going to be joining us tonight to break down the game for, with us and uh, talk about his show. Let's get into our three game keys of the game tonight. Uh, I'll start off with my three key games. And a broken record, as always. Um, special teams? Special teams. Shot. Special teams. I mean, look at it. I'm We've been playing shocked. phenomenal. I'm not shocked. About a month ago, when we started this show a month ago, yeah, a little over that. a month ago, we were sitting 27th and 29th in power play and penalty kill. We've clawed our way all the way up to 20 and 21st right now. And we're going up against a team that's uh, mediocre, you know, sitting right in the middle. At, they're both they're exactly 19th in both penalty, power play and penalty kill. So I think that's going to be key. You know, we take the least amount of penalties a game. Calgary is a team that will take some penalties. They're averaging almost 10 and a half minutes. So I think if we can get a goal on the power play, that's going to be well. Second key, face-offs. I'm actually going to do something different, controlling face-offs. 
we've been up and down this past couple of games, and who wants to be the face-off leader and who wants to be the guy that we don't want to see take a face-off in a game? But, you know, we're sitting here at 52% on the year at face-off percentage, which is pretty respectable for this team, especially when you really look at it. And really, Jordan Stahl is our best centerman when it comes to face-offs. Um, I mean, you can throw out Lindholm when he gets a chance to take a face-off. Lindholm's been pretty good for us as well. So I'm going to go face-offs. And my third key will be shutting down the Monahan line. I think that will be a key factor. Johnny Hockey, Monahan, and Michael Furland. I think that's going to be a key factor in saving this game and in, in knocking them off their win streak. I think if you if we can control that line and make them rely on their second, third, and fourth lines to put up points, we can win this game. But it all goes back to, you know, controlling that top line means Darling's got to stop the pucks from going in the net. Our defense has got to block shots. we got to control the blue line. We cannot let them get any odd man breaks. Darling doesn't do good on odd man breaks. The man's 6'10 and can't even freaking – Control knob. Half the time, all he's got to do is just stand up and net, and no one's going to have a place to shoot at. Well, he just gets so small sometimes. It opens up so many holes on him, I believe. And I think that's one thing that's been he struggled with this year is the fact that he's so tall that he. And you don't see any other NHL goalie do what he does. He gets in. uh, He basically squats on the ice when he's in his butterfly position. He squats. His butt is literally almost touching the ice. And that opens up so many holes on him. Well, but if you look at Vasilevsky, Vasilevsky from Tampa is only six. I mean, he's six six. He's a, he's yeah, but he looks like he's six six. And you go up to Darling, you see Darling play. He looks like he's five nine. Yeah. Well, how tall is he? Six three, six four. Six five, I believe. Darling six five. Okay, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. So at least Vasilevsky, you know, he stands tall. I don't know why. The thing with Darling though, his rebound control is <laughs> terrible. It's been that's another key. Yeah, that's a key. You know, stopping that line. You're, keeping those rebounds. So let me get your three keys before we go to our players to watch here. I would say for my three keys of the game, and like I said, I'm going I'm going off my experience from Friday night, which, yeah, that last .5 seconds, it absolutely was brutal. But I want to say play a full 60, please. <laughs> Not 59.00, whatever, however, how 59.5. Yeah. Like play a full 60. We got to make sure that we play start to finish. We got and just make sure that we don't quit, we don't fall asleep, and just be like, okay, we're going to go to we're going to go to an overtime. Oh wait, look look what happened, and that leads me into you know physicality, which I've been preaching a lot of because if we hit, we do really well. There was a lot of good hits on that Friday night game, and for us to shut down, you know, Kachuk, Bennett, Monahan, and all those guys, and Goudreau, we got to put buys on them because we cannot give them space. Because look what happened last night with Ovechkin. Ovechkin gets wide open, and look where he shot. Right from right at the top of the dot. Always. Blasted it at home. All we have to do is just watch it. All we need to do is put a body on someone. If we do that, we're not puck, watch, puck watching. We're fine. Excuse me. I think that's what we need to do. We need, just, we need to get physical. We need to put bodies on people. And, yeah, and honestly, someone needs to watch Kachuk. My point two point one, two point two. Put a body in Kachuk because you know he's gonna he you know he's gonna pester someone into a fight tonight. And he'll take penalties. That's you can get him to force him to take penalties by get, putting on body, get, getting him in his face, get him, him up, get, yeah, get him, yeah, get him upset. And that goes back into what you're saying about special teams. Get him, get him mad. Shoot, we're gonna be seeing a whole lot of penalties tonight. And my third key, 
God darling, please, for the love of gracious, get us a win. <laughs> Play well. I mean, I know he played well on on that win on Thursday night in D.C., but I think it was mostly because of the defense just absolutely shut down everyone else on the line. So we really need to see Darling play a game that he can control and that he can shut down by himself and not have to worry about the defense bailing his butt out the entire game. That's my three keys of the game. Darling, please play a good game tonight. Okay, let's go right into our players to watch since we got a – a um, couple minutes live. We, we're probably going to go a few minutes over here on Blog Talk, so we're probably going to get cut off, but you can give us till about 2.40. You can catch us right back on iTunes or Blog Talk and catch those last few minutes. But let's go to our players to watch. I'm going to start off with mine, and I'm going to go with uh, Flames goalie Mike Smith. Uh, leads the NHL with a 9.46 road save percentage. That is absolutely incredible. I mean, he's had a good year for Calgary. In fact, he's the main reason why they're on this stretch right now. He's 19-13-3 on the season with a 9.22 save percentage and 2.50 goals against average. So I think, you know, if he – and here's an interesting stat as well I just saw. The Flames are 49-0-2 when leading after two periods since the start of last season. Hmm. That is an incredible – that line. That's just unfathomable that a team can go 49-0-2 when leading after two periods, especially when we see the NHL nowadays. I think we've got to definitely get um, definitely get the, get the Mike Smith. We can't go I don't want to, you know, I'd love to be the one person to go into that where it ha- and make them that one loss. But I don't want to be down going into third period. So getting the Mike Smith, you know, he plays well on the road. Getting goals past him will be a key. You know, this team is on fire right now. Both teams are going into a break, so you know they're going to play hard. Both teams are coming off. They're both teams are pl- are coming off three games in four days. This is our third game in four days for both teams. It'll be interesting to see if we can beat Mike Smith and if we can beat him often enough where we can close out a victory. So my Calgary guy when I watch tonight is, like I said, Mac and Chuck. You know, everyone's going to say, okay, watch out for Monaghan or watch out for Goudreau or watch out for, you know, Sam Bennett. No, I say watch I say watch Mack and Chuck because for the fact that this kid's only a rookie, but, the, and, but he's, he's got that, already that mindset of being an instigator and a guy who will try to draw penalties and get penalties himself, that's what we need to watch tonight because if we get him mad and get him off his game, we can see a slew of penalties going our way and we can see a lot of power plays. And I think that's what we really need to watch out for is, can we get in his head? Can we get under his skin and make him make a lot of dumb mistakes tonight? Because if we do that, we can see a we can see a lot of power plays coming our way, which will be fantastic, honestly. Oh, it will be, especially with our power play the way it's been going lately. It's been phenomenal. Uh, it's like who took over the power play? Because this isn't Brad Brendamore's power play because he's had the power play for two years and it's never been this good yeah. in this stretch of the past two weeks. Maybe so I'm like, I don't know. Maybe he figured something out. I don't know what it is, but it seems like it's working, and it's good. And like you said, if we can get Kachuk off his game, and we've seen it, he is a very testy guy. He's just like his daddy. No, You know, you get in his head, his daddy's going to make some stupid mistakes. He's going to cause a penalty. we got to stay like-minded as well. Now, he might lose his head. Let's not fight by it unless we absolutely have to. Yeah. We're, we're already a team that never fights anyways. We've only got three fighting majors on the whole year, and two of them came against Florida in one game. Are we, yeah. are, we, are we still in single digits on the, on the five on the five majors? Yeah, we only got three. I thought we had six. No, we only got three. Well, we, we, according we, to Hockey Reference, 
uh, hockeyfights.com, we only we're, we only got three fighting majors all year. Agreed. All right, so my okay, so I'm gonna start with my hurricane. All right, Scott Darling. I'm going with Scott Darling because because you look at how he's been doing. I mean, yeah, he's been off and on, but he is three zero and one with a nine fifty nine save percentage and only has one twenty four goals against average in his four games that he's played against the Flames. So even though he has no one else's number for the most part, he has the Flames number. But that was when he was with Chicago. Though. Okay, but still, though. <laughs> man, don't start with me on that. No, wait a second. Didn't he play? I think he played in the game against the Flames. That's what I'm saying. That's so what I'm saying. Okay, okay. okay. We've got yeah. one game with the Hurricanes. See, that's what I'm saying. If you, if you think about it, Grant Darling has been spectacular, but he has not had – he's knock on wood – he has no regulation losses against the Flames in the four games that he's played. And he's going to, he's got a 1.24 goals against. If he plays like the darling we know, and he plays the guy who has the Flames number that he's been having in the last four games, we might actually have a good shot of winning tonight. Maybe one goal or no goals. So that's what I'm looking out for tonight. Are we going to get this guy, darling, that basically puts the fire out on the Flames? No pun intended. We're doing a lot of Flames puns tonight. So get ready for our two hours. We're going to get ready for a two-hour show of flame jokes. It'll be a pun fest. It'll be, it'll be, it'll be very punny. All right, let me go to my hurricane. So get out and enjoy the pregame show. Home Fox Sports Carolinas. We're Portland and Shane Willis and Big Rig tonight. Oh, so gosh. let me go to my cane uh, player to watch. Uh, I'm just going to pick all four centermen. I want all of them to step up and show that we don't need Derek Ryan. No, I'm joking. I just had to throw it in there just to get on Derek Ryan a little bit. No, but hopefully you get, you know, he's hopefully not, he's, he's all not right. Playing, though. You he's can't, not playing. So you, that's you why can't, I said he's got to step up. But you can't call him sure out. He stays out the lineup. But you can't call him out, though, because every time you say, oh, I call him out, he gets better. Well, he's not playing tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually. Manager stress. He's on the guy. Uh, no, I'm joking. I, I hope he's okay. You know, I hope he – there's not really it's, been it's, much it's, word out it's, of Ryan. It's day-to-day, so he's fine. Yeah, he'll be not fine. much – fortunately, he doesn't have a concussion. It doesn't look like maybe he does. There's not been a lot of actual word out about Ryan. Yeah, he, he'll, he'll, be, he'll be back Saturday. But I want who's all, see all, okay, all the for real, um, Jordan Stahl. Jordan Stahl has been playing – he's probably the best Kenyak on the ice for the past week. Uh, you know, he has six points. Like we said earlier, in a five-game point streak, he's been phenomenal power play goal Friday night. That was just it's, it's, amazing. Don't forget, the, don't forget the penalty kill goal on Thursday. Yes, and, yeah, the shorthanded goal. Yeah, that was just amazing. And he seems like he's been the spark of the team. And what? maybe this shows going into next season that we should not have captains, that he is our captain. What's the, is the thing I noticed, though? Because isn't he the home captain? Well, they switched it. Yes, yeah, so I, I noticed they switched it. But what do you think about though? That, that goal he had on Friday, that was goal number 200 for him in his career. Exactly, yeah. We didn't get to do a show. I didn't, we didn't do a show Friday, so yes. Yeah. So, hey, let's get to 201 tonight. Why not? Maybe 202, 203. Yeah. yeah let's I'll, get a hat trick. I'll take, hey, I'll take a hat. I'll throw my hat in my house. Oh, there we go. <laughs> hit it off the TV. <laughs> yeah, hit it off the TV. <laughs> like I'm throwing. <laughs> no, for real, I would never do that in the NHL right now. I'm not throwing off my hat. I pay too much money for that crap not to get it back. Unless it's one of those like one dollar hats, which is one of those hats you get. Or the free ones, yeah. No, well, not the twentieth anniversary ones, because those ones are pretty dope. But it was like one of those like cheap ones where you're just like, I don't give a crap. Well, they, they I heard they do give it back, but you get the chance of getting it back. But I thought that, I, that's cool. I know they uh, if you don't summer claim it, they give it to charities and stuff. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. But yeah, Stall's my guy to watch tonight. I think 
you know, he's been playing really well for us, and he got us on the board the other night with that insanely beautiful power play goal. Yeah, on was his just, yeah, right on his keister. You know, he he Ovechkin did. You know, when uh, Ovechkin spawned and get some shot, yeah, he Ovechkin did a little bit. So that's my player to watch. Uh, so let's break down our predictions for the Flames. Uh, I'm gonna start with mine. I I go. This is tough because, you know, I, I predicted us to lose really bad. That was a Debbie Downer. And we, 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 won, and we thir- won. We won Thursday night. And we won. So I'm going to be a Debbie Downer again tonight because maybe it's going to work two times in a row. I got, you know, I just don't have faith in Darling making two starts somewhat close together because he hasn't shown that he can put two solid starts together at all this year. He can rub two nickels together to get, so get a good start going. You know, so, you know, he did play well against the Capitals. Let's defense. hope he doesn't have defense, defense played out. well too. Yeah. So let's hope he doesn't have a letdown. But I see kind of a letdown. This team's on fire right now. Yeah. The Flames are on fire. Fire. My fault. Fire. So I'm going with a four-two loss. Man, oh, it'll be got empty netter to make it four, or is yeah, it empty netter to make it four. Oh, so Pierce is going to pull our goalie with like what six minutes left in the third period? He's just going to pull him at the start of the third. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, no, no, he'll pull, he'll pull what he did against Cam let, and just let Darwin give up, like, three goals and let them, let them leave the net open for the rest of the game to see what happens. Um, I'm going to have to say, oh, I know last, because I know last time I, I said we got, I said we were going to win, what was it, 4-2. Four, 4-2. Four, two. Four, two, we actually won, what, 3-1, so three I, almost, I almost called it. Of course, I, of course, I hate doing the homer picks because I really want to do it, but – with Darling in that, I like I said, I know he's my guy to watch, and the fact that his record against the Flames is spectacularly on fire. Sorry, I had, I had to. I had I had to do another <laughs> fire. I had to do another flame joke. But I want to say, we're, I'm at least going to say we're going to get a point tonight. We're going to lose three two in a shootout. Hmm, interesting. That's my call tonight. Three two in a shootout. We do get the point though. Getting the point. Point's key right now. You know. Uh, the Penguins do play later. You know we're not we're not out of the playoffs just yet. So no one panic. We are last in the Metro, but it does you know it's from the top two teams in the wild card to last in the Metro. There's only what one point separating everybody, I believe. One yeah. to three points separating everybody. So I'm not too worried right now. But this is a key game going into a break. I think we need to go into the break on a win. We don't come. We don't play again till Saturday. So it's going to be interesting. Hopefully. We come back on later tonight at 6 o'clock. We'll be here on uh, Blog Talk as well as Facebook Live on our Rock in the Carolinas page. It's going to be interesting to see. Hopefully we can come in and be really joyful and happy. We're going to talk some Hurricane hockey with R.J. Mayer, the Florida Kaniac. Then we're going to go in and uh, just talk hockey in general for most of the time. We're also going to have the segment about we're the GM, uh, where we break down. we got $15 million in cap space to spend. Do we spend it all? What would we do with that fifteen million dollars? Do we go and since we got cap room, who do we go after? So that's one thing that we're gonna like talk about as well, as well as all the news in the NHL. The Olympics are coming up, so we're gonna talk some Olympic hockey as well. Former Hurricane Justin Peters ugh, <laughs> made the Canadian hockey team because I guess in Canada when the NHL can't play, they just pick names out of a hat and say, Oh, okay, here you go. Well, you look, you look at the American squad too. I mean, because no, no NHL could go. So now you're talking, you know, AHL guys, 
guys, Americans are in the CHL, guys overseas or college kids. I mean, it's gonna yeah, you're gonna you're gonna see a whole lot of names you've never heard of before. Let's be real, the Americans had no shot at winning anyways. Wow, wow. Sorry, look at the past couple Olympics. This is, you know, yeah, yeah, we yeah. hadn't been favored to win any Olympics ever. Well, well, but we were favored to win to do some of the World Juniors. We know how that. We know how that. But the Juniors was uh, quite a disappointment, man. But hopefully, you know, we'll talk the Olympics and talk about how our boy Zach Boychuk got snubbed from the Canadian team, which is a complete joke. If you look at the way he's been playing in the KHL this year, it's a KHL All Star. Had the winning game and winning goal in the Spengler Cup. But the, how does he not make the team? Well, the thing is, well, well, is the KHL allowing their guys to go? Yes, the KHL is allowing their wow, guys to go. Wow, and it's on Boychuck. Yep, and he, he, they just did the Spangler Cup where he's on Team Canada, and he had the game-winning goal in that, in the championship game. It's a travesty. It's a travesty. So we, we'll we, talk about that. We, we have to tweet him and be like, yo, man, sorry for your snub. Yeah, exactly. We'll have to send out a tweet, you know, give, a, give him our best wishes because we love Boychuck here at Rockin' the Carolinas. But like I said, join us. You can find us on iTunes as well. Right after we cut off, uh, they post our show immediately. It used to be almost a day. Now they're really on top of things with us. So you can always check all of our shows there as well. We're coming up on Spotify soon, hopefully. Google Play soon as well. Got a lot of good things going, but definitely just check out our Facebook page. That's where you'll see most of our stuff, as well as Twitter. Facebook and Twitter. You know, we got the giveaway coming up here soon. We're almost at yeah Instagram as well. I forgot about Instagram. I don't use Instagram, so... I forgot about that, but like I said, you know, we're coming closer to that 100 likes. So if you want to be in the contest, the giveaway of autograph puck, please get your likes in on Facebook. Go like our page. We're getting closer and closer to that 100 like mark. Um, so check that out. But until later tonight, six o'clock, I believe we're going to do it here at Eastern Time, our post game show. So until then, uh, let's go Canes. Yeah, let's go Kansas. Let's get that win tonight.